start. Sooners of Oklahoma 12-0 and still looking for respect nationwide. What is going on, Sooner Nation? Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the Barry and Mac Show. As always, myself, Barry, personal trainer, sports performance coach out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. And today, I don't have Damian Mackey with me, but launching his full podcast very, very soon. Uh, we're actually about to record a little bit both, um, right after this show. None other than Reggie Pearson Jr., number 21 for your Oklahoma Sooners. Reggie, we'll dive into a ton of stuff today, man, but how are you doing today, brother? I'm good. I'm blessed. Just uh, feeling good to be here at OU now and uh, enjoying my time so far and uh, looking forward to this season. I love it, man. Well, uh, a lot of folks were able to see on your social media, uh, and this is something I want to cover first before we get into football. I knew you had had a, a girlfriend, fiance, uh, did not know the wedding was coming up so fast. You just got married. Uh, first, I want to ask how that went. Did the wedding go off without a hitch, all that stuff? Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Like you said, it went pretty fast. That's kind of how we want it. Like, I'm not a big, like, a big wedding type person, and neither is she. Uh, as long as my important people are there and my support system is there, we're perfectly fine. Brought all of our parents, uh, brought my sister, my nephew, um, and just uh, had a good time and, you know, made it special. I, I feel that. Question, uh, are, are you the mm -hmm. type, did you, uh, did you shed a small tear up there at the, <laughs> at the altar just a little bit? Nah, nah, I had to hold it in, though, because uh, it, it was a lot going on. <laughs> I hear you, man. Um, yeah, full disclosure, I, like, I was good at my wedding until, like, right when she turned the corner, and then I lost it for a little bit, then regained composure, but... It all ended up working out. A lot of people see athletes. I know Ethan Downs just got married as well. A lot of people see athletes um, in college getting engaged, getting married. How does that balance with just the the workload, but also trying to be a good husband, you know, doing the, the kind of things to j just be a good man? How do you balance that? You know, we obviously are going to see it with professional athletes, and you guys are, are pretty darn close to that at this point. But on the amateur side, still having to go to class, still having to do all the stuff for uh, your studies along with football and then now you throw being a good husband into the mix how do you balance that yeah i mean it's not, i don't see it as like a an extra thing on top of what I, my business and, and things i do outside of home uh, i think it's just more of who you are as a person is like it's more of your character um i've been with my wife for a year and a half now um it was just more of learning I knew I had to learn a little bit more. I knew I had to understand the things that she don't like, things that she do, the typical uh, relationship things and stuff like that. But like balancing my marriage and football is pretty. It pretty much goes hand in hand, hand in hand because like she's my partner, so that's the person. When I come home, that's who I lean on. That's who I trust. That's what I expect to uh, always help me out whenever I'm not in like the good space that i'm in and things like that and vice versa and um she also helps motivate me like to do better and to be the person that i know i can reach the heights that i know i can so i'm just blessed to uh finally tie the knot with my wife now and uh looking forward to the many years to come 
Man, I can I can relate to that because you hear a lot of people say, you know, you need to have it all figured out before you get married. You need to go live your life, and you need, And I was total opposite. I didn't really like start getting into like who I am and what I could potentially be until I got married and had someone had that structure and support system. And just, it's a different world. Those who aren't married yet. Like when you have someone who is fully reliant on you and you on them, it just change it changes things. And uh, it, 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 the responsibility factor is, is there that maybe wasn't there before. Uh, speaking of responsibility, uh, a lot of folks saw kind of early in the summer you uh training up there with your train what was his name chris huff is that right yeah chris huff okay okay uh but right now you're responsible for getting to the workouts um down in norman on a pretty much daily basis i would imagine how mm-hmm. is the summer going reggie um any any stories or anything you can give us what's been kind of the temperature of the room for uh for the sooner football team in terms of the workouts yeah it's always hot it's always uh high energy is always non-stop moving non-stop going non-stop like progressing as a player as well as a team uh the summer's been a, a problem like a lot the running has been crazy uh, the list been crazy, but like emphasizing the running, like we like we run so much, and it's it's beyond what I've done before, and like the running category, and like it kind of helps me like bring like the like the working when you're tired, bringing that to the field, and uh kind of like also in that moment relying on my teammates uh uh to like help mentally like more of like non-stop like always keep going keep pushing keep going try to win every rep try to be in the front try to be top three or whatever that is and like it's been fun uh just seeing the competition just seeing uh how hard we work and like the endless days of pushing and grinding and things like that with Schmidt it's been fun and I appreciate every second of it. What uh, talk a little bit about your relationship with your other trainer? I just want to. I'm curious about that as a trainer myself, somebody who kind of fortifies these relationships with different athletes who then go on to you know whatever college or high school or, or whatnot. Talk a little bit about him and just the position he played in terms of your growth and and who you are. Yeah, for sure. I mean. Obviously, you got my parents. They did everything they could. Gave me my genetics. My dad pushed me mentally and put me in the right spots and things like that and sent me there. But, like, my trainer is, like, another father figure in my life to where he mm-hmm. built me. Like, like this person that I, like, became strength-wise and, like, speed and, like, just everything that I produce in the weight room as well as running on the field and things like that, he helped me become that. And, uh... Like, he will forever be my trainer, regardless of where I go. Like, that's going to be, like, the guy that I rely on. Like, whenever I go back home, I'm not looking for nobody else. I don't want to work out with nobody else. That's the guy that I know is going to push me and put me in the right spot that I need to be. And he understands me. Like, he, he knows what I need. He uh, he knows where I am and where I need to be. He knows how to push me. Uh, he just know like every characteristic flaw about me of like the ways to get around it and what to motivate me to you know produce what he want me to. So 
Um, growing up, I was super small. I went to high school, like, really, really small, like, 140. And he, at first, when I was in eighth grade, he didn't work out with middle school kids. He only worked out with high school kids and college kids and NFL guys and stuff like that. But he, I, I still remember a day where my uncle was trying to convince him to, like, actually take a chance on me and, like, see if I could, like, work out with him and stuff like that. And he told me and my dad, uh, if you survive this, come back. And literally, first day, it was a leg day, which is always the worst day to go into the gym. Um, well, there, at least. Um, and I died. I was hurting. <laughs> I couldn't really walk. Like, I was struggling. And I was, I was young, too. And I was really small. But, yeah. like, he took a chance on me. I was a, the very first elementary kid or middle school kid that he took a chance on and it paid out like literally in four months i probably gained 20 pounds and started hitting my growth spurt at that time as well and my strength was ridiculous i was benching more than most kids at my age i was squatting more than most kids at my age deadlifting and doing all these things uh i was just slowly getting stronger and stronger stronger and faster and uh just kind of being more mature within the weight room and within my uh my lifestyle so like he plays a huge part of my life and i I, hands down owe him a ton of things i owe him a lot man i can uh i totally understand what that's like i have people who uh soon as they gear for summer or whatever they'll text me hey i'm in town and then you know ready to go to work uh, and those relationships take a long time to to develop and then trying to get somebody it's different when you're a coach coaching team sports when you're working with somebody individually you just get to know them on such a different level and and there's details that you get into that you don't necessarily get into when you're maybe working with your strength coach at your school or or whatnot. You might have a few coaches who you work with in that regard, but it's not quite the same. You talked about OU this summer being like nothing you've really gone through. Um, does a lot of that have to do with just is it the pacing of the workouts? Is it overall volume? Like is the volume just much higher? Is the intensity or or maybe rest period shorter just kind of the you don't have to get into all the minutia uh but or is it a little bit all the above it's a little bit all the above but it's i'll I'll say one thing that you probably didn't touch on is the expectation schmidt expects so much from everybody and it's all even it's not a favor here it's not oh i like him and like we're gonna push him and things like that he pushes everybody but he also expects the older guys and the guys who do uh, work harder than most to bring everybody to that level. And that's that's the biggest thing that we've kind of like conquered so far uh, in the summer. But also just, yeah, like the running itself is the volume. It's, it's like the pace and it never stops. And like every day is something different. It's we're going to run 1600s today. Or we're gonna run quads, which are six cross fields and and two sixty yard shuttles. Or we're gonna do a circuit today, and like it's it changes, but it all like hurts and hit the same. Like it's it's crazy, but uh, it's it's good work, and 
like we're it's paying off. Like where you just see like every workout we gradually like knowing down like the time that we are having here and like also just kinda getting like a little bit more grit within our program of mm -hmm. like wanting to be the best, of wanting to be in front, wanting to win everywhere and like kinda like building that mentality to bring to the season to where every game is gonna count. Like there's never going to be like, oh, it's just this team will be fine. Like, no, it's every rep, every play, like every opportunity is going to get uh, taken over by one of us. And like we're planning on winning every game. Like that's that's the plan. It's never a plan to, oh, well, we're going to have to sit out this game. Like, no, like we're going to be in the front all the time. Now, I love hearing that. Let, let me ask, because uh, we talked about it uh, really kind of, uh, I guess, was mid-spring going into the summer. Uh, but uh, a player on offense and a player on defense, you know, a guy who's been around the block like yourself, you kind of know what to look for. You know what, you know, maybe seeing a guy performing well in certain things, you know what that might mean for him uh, come fall. Who uh, Who is a guy on both sides of the ball um, outside of yourself? that uh, you feel is, uh, has really stood out or maybe taken a leap or someone that you expect to um, maybe play a good size, a good size role this fall. Yeah. Um, of course he's uh, set a standard within himself. He's made a name for himself, but uh, just like he helps me out a lot too, even though he is younger, uh, but he continues to push me mentally of like being in the same category as him and always pushing and always been in the front and kind of like never stopping and just having like this endless and relentless like mentality of keep going. Billy, Billy Bowman. That's like, to me, that's the teammate that I want to be around. Like that's the guy that I, I want to be around. Don't talk much, but he works. Mm -hmm. That's my, that's how I work. That's my mentality. That's my personality. That's just who I am. And I'm always going to surround myself around people that I feel like is going to push me harder uh, and it's going to put me in the right spot to to be successful and be better and things like that. So, like, just him pushing and, like, basically we did, like, a, a full summer, a summer workout together by ourselves over a break. So, like, it was just more of, like, uh, creating that chemistry and, and creating that bond to where, like, it's always, okay, I know you're working – like, but watch me work. Like, it's it's more of like the 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 brother like hand like uh, tip for tat thing that we do, and I, like I I appreciate like his work ethic. It helps me. Man, what about a uh, offensive side of the ball, man? Anybody over there you're going against who's uh become a problem or really killed it in the workouts? Who who over there has uh has tested Reggie Pearson Jr. Yeah, I mean it's been a few, but for sure. I can bring up Drake. Um, Drake is just that that he just know how to work. When you got a person with that mentality, that's just like that's all he knows is work, reps, and and perfecting his craft, and also outsmarting his opponent, things like that. That also teaches you from the the opposite perspective of okay, I see he's thinking like this, he's doing these things, he's working on these things, maybe it's going to help me if I try to find a way to one-up on, on that. Like, from if we're doing releases, like, just seeing his release from his pace to his steps, things like that. Like, his craft is so narrowed down and perfected almost 
to where like you want to be around a person that that is fighting for that perfection and, and like it, it gives you that drive to be perfect uh and of course like perfection is never reached but like it's the, the constant strain of reaching it man if you were going to like pick the receiver that you're going up against let's say you're lining up across a guy it's just straight man coverage uh would you rather go up against a guy who's kind of a nasty release with the good footwork or do you find that the guys with more of the long speed just try to run by you who who is more of a of a problem who would you less like to see i mean the long speed is is never a problem it's hard for them to, for them to move like like for me like as long as i'm in front of you and i can hands on you i'm solid but mm. when like you have a receiver like drake that's like he knows how to move you he knows where he he wants to be and where he needs to be and kind of like changing his path of getting there and not making it normal of like oh, i'm just gonna run you over there no he's gonna outthink you and that's that's i feel like that goes a long way because in the nfl like a lot of those receivers yeah they're very talented but also it's a thinking game it's 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 chess it's not checkers like uh, in checkers you can just jump keep jumping until you have no more space but in chess you got to move certain pieces to get to certain places to where you want and i feel like that's the way that drake plays and again like that's why i feel like he's the motivator on the offensive side for me interesting yeah that's something that uh like we talk about it over on the site when we're looking at like high school talent a lot of times you can tell sort of who's going to play by how the at least play early at the receiver position by how they understand the field what does their footwork look like um at the start of their route how are they doing things uh to get off the contact and kind of use the field and their position to their advantage and what you're talking about is kind of just veteran stuff uh for, from Drake. um so how much longer are you guys in this summer work um until there's a little bit of a break and then you're you're going into fall uh, then we have two more weeks left, like two, like four weeks. Okay. Um, and then we'll have like a three-day break. I want to say we'll go all the way through, I want to say like the 25th. And then we'll have like a three-day break and we'll be right back to fall camp. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I looked up, somebody sent me something the other day. They said 58 days or until the start of the season something crazy yeah. like that I'm yeah I'm man back. it goes really fast yeah i got a vacation i'm going on in a first week of august and then as soon as i get back it's uh it's basically football season man um are you going back up home uh in between that or are you staying around here just to kind of gear up for fall yeah no, i'm probably gonna stay around here uh home is just super expensive and like i'm paying all that money for basically a full day which <laughs> It's not really worth it to be honest. Like I love my yeah. my family. I love being where I'm, like being around the people that I uh, I'm used to. But it's just more of uh, I gotta fend for myself sometimes. And then uh, also we're uh, some of the guys might go back uh, out to Broken Bow and get back in the water and stuff before we uh, head out to fall camp and enjoy ourselves for a couple of days and get ready for the war. That's awesome, man. Uh, well, Reggie awesome stuff today uh sooner nation want you all to know that we're gonna have reggie on uh, as a regular feature on the barry and mac show if you didn't already know i mean golly we've been putting it out there for forever so if you don't you haven't been paying attention uh reggie 
you're going to have your own podcast. Uh, one of our uh, teammates, uh, Matt, was up there to help set everything up, get things right for you in terms of the video and and, and whatnot. Tell folks again, uh, just a quick little plug uh, about your show, uh, what they can expect, and uh, and how things are going to go. Uh, it's the Reggie Pearson podcast show, and it's just going to be a lot of fun from mixed emotions to different conversations to football inputs to uh, football reviews because uh, it, it will be running through the season as well. So just different uh, re- reviews and previews of uh, different games and things like that. So it'll be fun. Um, have different guests that uh, bring different flavors and uh, also trying to talk to one of my teammates to be in one of our cooks. So, you know, having probably have like a meal every every now and then to you know, okay. provide the guests. Yeah. That's cool. That's a neat little, uh, that's a neat little twist, man. Um, man, I, before we get out of here, talk a little bit about just like the, the, the new era of being able to, as an athlete, like really put your voice out there and not be so restricted. I was watching, this only comes to mind. I was watching an interview with a player from like 2003, right? He was just in press conference he was talking about something and it just struck me on like he went to OU for four or five years graduated played football there for forever and nobody really I mean outside of, of his teammates the fans and the people cheering him on really didn't ever know him you know and there were so many players yeah. like that where you just that there's not that same connection that there is now. Um, is that a good thing, bad thing? What What are your thoughts on all that, man? Yeah, I, I think it's a good thing, but it's also that gray area where some people just don't need to know everything, but it's also more of bringing the inside of, like, uh, personality and also actual, like, life thing. Like, everybody goes through life. Everybody deals with life. Um, and just some people deal with, uh, deal with it differently. Uh, they handle it differently. They uh, have a different outlook and perspective on it. But uh, uh, that's why I'm, I'm blessed to be able to have this podcast. and appreciate you guys again uh, to be able to, you know, expand my platform, expand uh, more of who I am and, uh, you know, let everybody in to see a little bit of light of mine. But uh, I think it's important. Uh, it kind of gives people that insight of what's actually going on behind the scenes instead of, uh, those fans who judge players because they're not doing what they want them to do or yeah. they don't like it. They're, they don't like their decisions and things like that. But it's also more of, uh, you know, giving people a uh, perspective of, of how we see things and how things happen. And, and like, you know, the full turnaround of like uh, my career, my lifestyle and things like that. So, that's very cool, man. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I, I listen to so many podcasts. I love Gilbert Arenas. Paul George has a great one now. Um, and then the I Am Athlete stuff is fantastic. It's I love it because athletes finally get a say. And like one of my favorite examples, I can't remember what it was, but somebody was talking about um, this was NFL, but there was a um, a busted coverage in a game. And the the fans were absolutely cooking this specific defensive player and he's like no you guys don't understand that wasn't my responsibility it just looked like it 
because of what you're seeing that that wasn't the actual reality of what the call was uh did, did you see a lot of that or is that something you've experienced yes yeah, a ton of that even like with the i'm gonna throw a minor minor shot it's not really a shot but like this the pff curtains like i don't Ooh. that's not real to, yeah that's not real to me okay because i feel like they assume what coverage that you're in they assume you're you know like your different details that you do and like I, I feel like it's all based off of assumption it's not based off of uh what's actually happening and like when some people like catch a ball in a certain coverage like that that doesn't mean that's the, their zone it doesn't mean uh they shouldn't have been in man that doesn't mean uh oh i should be down here and i messed up like it might be plays where you might get a good grade uh on pff but you're in a total different spot where you're supposed to have you you bust but because the play didn't come near you um uh it's good it's a check smooth but like that's not reality that's not what's actually happening like some people just i feel like they just try to put their input too much to where it kind of it stirs up the social media life and, and it puts this bad reputation on certain players and also of course when <laughs> when props happen i give props and props to do like if it's an actual good player they're just a good football player and i feel like some people just need to be emphasized more than a lot of others but mm. you know uh it's just having that that perspective of a player and kind of uh allowing that breakdown of film or whatever that may be uh and that might be another feature into the podcast but um having that kind of gives people perspective of oh okay yeah i get it yeah maybe he didn't have anything to do with that but also it's just not bashing people that actually messed up more of understanding oh this is difficult like our sport is not easy our playbooks aren't like this like chasing a man that runs 23 24 miles per hour is not easy it's not easy tackling a 225 running back that's running four three or four four is not easy like please if like please take my pads off and try it for yourself like i want you to understand like this is not easy like, the things that we do as athletes and as players in, in this sport it is hard like trying to take on 300 pound linemen like it's impossible like you go out and walk on the street and try to tackle a 300 pound man like this is not, it's, it's a hard thing that we do. And I feel like the podcast uh, that all these athletes are creating are bringing in outsiders and giving them perspective of like how hard it really is. That That is awesome stuff, Matt, because I think that's so important because you see on social media um, and then you hear people now, like just all these different avenues where they can be so critical. And I think you know, being critical is is fair if you watch the game and have a take or, or whatnot. But some of this stuff gets so out of bounds so quickly. And it's whether it's demonstrating a lack of understanding of what you're watching, you know, this idea that that player doesn't care and you're drawing this big grand conclusion, you know, about the player's psychology or about how he feels about the game or whatever. Um, and and you you see way too much of that man, but uh, awesome stuff, Reggie. Uh, fantastic uh, as as always. Uh, Sooner Nation, make sure to check them out on the Reggie Pearson Show. Also, make sure to go visit Sooners360.com. And when you guys hear this, the Reggie Pearson Show 
will be live on Apple, Spotify, all the places that you find podcasts. So make sure to go subscribe. Uh, when it drops, you will get the first episode uh, and you'll get alerted. Uh, so make sure to go check that out. Uh, go visit Sooners360.com and uh, follow the social media. Thank you all for tuning in and we will see you soon.